So a long time ago, I had dinner with Prince's manager in LA. And he told me this wild story that I could hardly believe at the time. What happened was him and Prince flew from Minneapolis to LA to play the finished 1999 album for Warner Brothers. And when they were done playing all the tracks for the record company, the president, who was a radio guy, had the audacity to tell Prince that he didn't hear a leading hit single. So obviously Prince got pissed off and he stormed out of the meeting and flew right back to Minneapolis, leaving his manager behind to sort it all out. It was meeting after meeting, a million arguments, like going for days. Three days later, the manager, who's still in LA, receives a surprise package wrapped in purple, obviously from Prince. And he opens it up slowly because Prince is known for pranking people. But when he looks inside and sees what it is, he just starts laughing. Today we are reading from the Book of Transformation. Congregation, please rise. You are listening to Make Art Not Content. Brought to you by The Mystery School. The Mystery School? What's that? The Mystery School is an online program that helps creatives all over the world conquer the biggest obstacle they face, themselves. Enroll today at lastnightsparty.tv. You know how Prince recorded songs, right? He'd write them in the morning, record them in the afternoon, and then mix them at night. Done and done, no overthinking. Well, maybe you don't think you're talented enough to perform at such a high level. And I would say you're probably right, but do you think people come out of the womb being that tapped in? No, it's a habit. A habit that becomes a lifestyle. A lifestyle that becomes a career. You may not have it in you right now because you bought into the notion that you have to struggle for two weeks to birth a new creation, but look carefully, read the biographies. Notice a reoccurring theme in there. The best art doesn't happen that way. It happens easily. It's a result of flow. I'm not saying you don't have moments of struggle with a certain piece, but it'll be because you're not tapped in. Because you're not listening to the gods. But to finish the piece, you're gonna have to lock in. There's many styles of creation, but among the greats, there seems to be only one so maybe you've been emulating the wrong people. So Dean Keith Simonton is one of the most prolific academics I know of. And in particular, when he talked about creativity um, in his past work, he said that there's the equal odds rule, which is the idea that any given idea has roughly equal odds of being a good idea. And therefore, you really want quantity, right? Like if you want to be creative, instead of trying to come up with like two really great ideas, just come up with a hundred ideas. And then, you know, more likely than not, some of them will be creative. Um, the advice would be to like have more and more material to work with, right? Like more and more ideas that you can associate with each other in different combinations. And, you know, if odds are equal, the more, the better. Vault thinking. It's where you understand that not everything you do has to be for release. Most of what you do will just go in the vault. Just keep collecting finished ideas and put them in a safe place so that your creativity never stops flowing. When you're trying to get good at your craft, you need volume. You need to create as much as you possibly can and release things as much as you possibly can. Get feedback. So what if it's shit? You're not even in a position to know what's shit and what's not shit anyways. 
You just need to try things and release things. You need to go through ideas like the Ritz crackers at an old folks home. You practice consistency. People like to think they're amazing because they did something amazing once. You're only amazing when you could do something amazing over and over again, like for years. Every aspiring artist knows that consistency is important. So how come most people still can't do it? Yeah, the consistency point is actually incredibly important. Mm. Like mm. creatives oftentimes are not consistent and yeah. consistency is rewarded in business. It's rewarded mm. in algorithms. If you can't lock down the process like that you make like one magnum opus every six weeks, it's not going to work. The students who keep failing with consistency they make their daily goals based on having the perfect environment and the perfect circumstances at their feet. But what do the consistent ones do? Those superstars make sure to make their daily task something that they absolutely can achieve even when they're not pumped up. Even if they're sick, it's small enough so that they could show up every day without fail. That's how they get momentum. No, you just have to grind. Yeah. You know, I'm a grinder. That's what I do. I get up... Every morning at seven o'clock, I do the same shit every day, whether it's working out or ooh, every night I get in the sauna, like every, I do stand up every fucking chance I can. I'm, I grind and I find that when I'm grinding, good things happen. It's crazy to me the people that say that making art is their life, but they only do it once a month. Look, you're a writer because you write every day. You're a photographer because you take a million pictures, right? Your eye, it's always looking through the lens. You're an artist because you make art. And when you aren't, whatever you're doing is fodder for the art that you'll create later. So you wake up early if that's the only way. Or you stay up late if that's the only way. Absolutely. You find a way to make art every day because it's your oxygen. Yeah. A creator creates. Oh, you want to have fun? Making art isn't fun? Oh, you need to socialize. It's going to give you ideas. But isn't that what you did yesterday? And the day before? Where are all those ideas? Most of those hours you spend supposedly making art aren't spent on art making at all. They're spent on doubting yourself slowly removing all the spontaneity and personality that could have made your creation special. Yes. It's all the getting past your internal chatter yes. that makes the creative process so long for you. Yes. It's all the beating yourself up every time you get to a little roadblock that makes the creative process so long for you. It's the pondering a million what ifs instead of just testing shit freely and with joy that makes the creative process so long for you. But if you were to engage in the act of creation without judging things and let your art just reveal itself, you'd see just how fast the process is really supposed to be. Maybe you've been emulating the wrong people. I think deep down, Prince knew that his album wasn't really finished. That's why three days later, he sent his manager a tape that had a brand new song on it. A song that would become one of his most iconic hits. A song known to the world as 1999. That's right. 
Before that label meeting, the album didn't have that title track on it yet. He went back home and recorded the song his label needed to help make him a star. And he recorded it in two days. Who does that? If Prince hadn't trained himself to work every day, he might have stayed all in his feelings instead of rising to the occasion and delivering on the promise of his genius. It was easy for him. He knew the secret. Do you? 